This episode is brought to you by Spartan Combat. Spartan Combat just came out with the Spartan Dake 001, which is the Kyle Dake custom wrestling shoe. It's not available for purchase yet, but if you go to SpartanCombat.com, you can enter to win a pair of Kyle Dake Spartan Combat wrestling shoes. Go to SpartanCombat.com and click enter to win on the homepage. Now let's get to this interview of Wrestling Changed My Life. We can endure anything and adapt and pivot and change. Wrestling gave us that ability. I would say nothing in life has impacted me more than the things wrestling has taught me in terms of self-reflection, resilience. Toughness. Some guys have it, some guys don't. Adversity, 100%. How to pick myself up and be a man after I failed. And everything that has shaped my life and where I'm at today would not be there without the values and basically the, the lessons I've learned through the sport of wrestling. For me, wrestling saved my life because it, it allowed me to focus and channel my energy. We're fortunate if you wrestled because if you wrestled, natural talent helps, but it's, it's 5% of the ingredient. It pales in comparison to heart and technique and effort. It humbled me, taught me humility. Nothing can hit, humble you more than wrestling. I think it's the learning to adapt, right? You learn, you learn how to adapt, you learn how to solve problems. You know, if I look back at my time, I spent wrestling. If it gave me one thing more than anything else, it's mental toughness. Wrestling fans, welcome back to the Wrestling Changed My Life podcast. This is your host, Ryan Warner. It's been far too long. I apologize for the break-in episodes that got married over the weekend. And we also had an issue on Apple Podcasts where our updated episode wasn't going out. So if you listened on Spotify, you saw an episode more recently. And if you only listen on Apple Podcasts, it's been uh, it's been over two weeks, which is unacceptable, folks. So I apologize. We have an episode today. Then we have an episode tomorrow going live with Troy Nickerson. And then an episode on Friday going live with Kevin Dresser. So we're going to have a ton of content coming this week. But let's get to today's episode. This one is a unique one. It's with a professor and a student at UConn. And what happened was last week, a video went viral on Twitter of a professor wrestling his student in a controlled banner. You could tell these guys knew what they were doing. And it got 1.7 million views. And so we have the professor, Ryan Coles, a former wrestler who's a PhD from Cornell and the professor at UConn, and his student, Marshall Sutton, who is a former wrestler himself and is a junior in college, they're our guests today. We talk about the infamous match and also how wrestling impacted their lives. So I hope you enjoy it. Tune in tomorrow for our full interview with Troy Nickerson and then on Friday with Kevin Dresser. Fan of the Week goes to a recent Apple Podcast review. WX Beaver is the reviewer. The title is Keeps On Giving. Wrestling Changed My Life just keeps pumping out great podcasts. Whether you're an ex-wrestler or not, this podcast is great content for anyone who loves sports and competition. Thank you so much for the review, and thanks to everyone who's left an Apple podcast review. Now, without further ado, folks, let's get to this episode with Professor Ryan Coles and student Marshall Sutton. Peace! Okay, folks, we're here with 
Ryan and Marshall. Ryan is the professor who on this video we're going to link in the chat was a uh, leading class and, and gets into a, a controlled scrum with Marshall here. So gentlemen, go ahead and introduce yourselves. Ryan, why don't you start? Sure. I'm Ryan Coles. I'm a professor of entrepreneurship. And yeah, I indeed was that professor. <laughs> Marshall? Yeah, I'm, I'm Marshall Sutton. I'm the wrestler in the video and I'm a junior year at UConn and I'm on the club wrestling team here. I love it. So you know, for, for our listeners who aren't on social media, last week a video broke off, has about 1.7 million views of a student wrestling a, a teacher in beautiful suspenders in a, in a classroom. <laughs> I appreciate that. And, I love uh, <laughs> Yeah. Any, but any wrestler watching this knows that, okay, both these guys know what they're doing. Marshall's on the outside, peppering in some action. Uh, Professor Coles is holding position. And so this goes on for about 20 seconds. And it's just awesome because you can tell both of you guys are wrestlers. And then I see that uh, you know, Nashawn Garrett, who's been on the podcast, you know, he tweets out that he knows uh, Professor Coles. So yeah. let's just start, you know, with uh, talk to us like five minutes before this happened. How did this lead off and uh, how did we get to this? Marshall, do you want to start from your perspective what happened before it happened? Or should I give my perspective first? Yeah, I, I could go first. You know, basically it was a regular Tuesday in class where I walk in and like I see Ryan up front, like, like, hey Ryan, what's up? He just he looks up from his desk and it gives me a little nod, like, what should we do in this today? I'm like, what? He's like, the match. I'm like, I guess so. Like just let me know when you're ready. I'm like, okay. So like I go sit down, like we're getting ready for class. And then like Ryan, like gets on his computer, puts on the Metallica, grabs the microphone and is like, Marshall Sutton, come down here. We got a match that we need to have. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll add, Ryan, I'll add a little background here. So Marshall has a twin brother, Parker, who's also a really great wrestler. They're both wrestling at UConn. And I had his brother in my class in the spring. And I wrestled Parker, uh, similar in front of the class. And, and so I knew Marshall coming in, I was like, is he gonna want, is this gonna be like family honor? Is he gonna want revenge? Is he gonna wanna, you know, also give it a shot? <laughs> So, um, so I add that tidbit in there saying, you know, there's a bit of a, uh, a, a, yeah. a history here, you know. So this was discussed before, I mean, cause the school year just started. So how, when did this, this, uh, concept that you guys might do a little, a little takedown go in the, in the classroom begin? I think, uh, I think when Marshall, I mean, I think it was as soon as you enrolled in the class, you let me know. And then you, you, you'd mentioned like, we got to wrestle. Because you knew Parker yeah. and I did, right? Yeah, I mean, it, it, that's basically how it was. We kind of talked about practice uh, last spring. We were kind of talking about, like, oh, like, maybe I'll enroll in the class and we could have a match someday there. And then I did enroll. And then uh, it was actually, like, the Monday, the first day of the school when I went and visited Ryan at his office. That And we were just, like, talking, like, yeah, like, what day in class are we going to have the match? Like, <laughs> you want to do it? Yeah. <laughs> so this this is this is awesome. So the the match starts. What are people saying to you guys after the fact? Do they think you're absolute lunatics, or do they know something's going <sighs> down? 
Well, I, I don't think the class knew at all what was going yeah. to happen when I cranked up Sandman Metallica and said, let's, you know, and I called I, out Marshall. So, yeah, so keep I in mind exactly what was going you on. Know was was like, yeah. <laughs> and keep in mind, I know someone tweeted like camera turns and like classroom is empty. You know, it was a packed house. We have 138 yeah. students and that's fire capacity in a classroom. <laughs> and I, rem I mean, so there was a lot of like, you know, like, whoa, whoa. And I remember, Marshall, do you remember this? So we stopped, right? And you can see in the video, you know, we end up arms around each other's shoulders, right? Because it's a fun yeah. match. We did it for fun. And I remember looking up and there were probably like 20 phones out. Oh, yeah. There was, was like, like, oh my God. I mean, like, <laughs> I was pretty focused on the match, but like right. afterwards, like we look up, there's phones everywhere. And then like throughout the day, I had people like, like reaching out to me, like, hey, like, I just saw a wrestling match on somebody's like story. Like, was that you by any chance? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on my perspective, yeah, I remember seeing, you know, from my end, I remember the scene, the phones, and I did start to get a little bit of a pit in my stomach. And I thought, <laughs> oh boy, this is going to get posted. And what's going to happen? And I walked back to my office and similar to Marshall, my phone was already blowing up. Yeah. <laughs> now, did the one last spring with your with uh, Marshall's twin brother, did, did anyone record that and post that? So it must have not been posted. It was recorded. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, I, re I remember seeing it like recorded, oh, yeah. but it didn't like nobody sent it to like Yukon Barstool or anything like that. So, and <laughs> yeah. um, you know, my, my, you know, in, you know, nothing really happened. So I thought, why not? Let's, you know, let's do it again. Um, yeah. wow. Marshall was down. Like I said, I don't know if it was like, all right. Marshall wants to show his twin brother who's the better wrestler, you know? <laughs> <laughs> What's well, funny you say that about the music because the first time I watched it, I'm like, did someone dub this music onto this video to make it like like a thematic <laughs> or some cinematic? I'm like, it's, it's, but now I'm making, now it's in my head. I'm like, oh, that's from the classroom music. That was like legit yeah. what was going was, on. Yeah, yeah, you know, I mean, that's my, I don't know about you, but in my wrestling career, you know, I was, let's see, I was in high school in the early 2000s, right? And then did NCWA wrestling through college. And that was just the wrestling song for us. Yeah. You know, that was the go-to. Sandman, Metallica, of course, you know. <laughs> for us, it's Thunderstruck, where I grew up. You hear Thunderstruck? I just got married this last week. And if you hear Thunderstruck, oh, okay. everyone from my high school stops what they're doing. And it's like, you're going back to the glory days. <laughs> yes. Now let's talk it's, a little bit about your guys' backgrounds in wrestling because it's sure. you know again just from watching it it's like you guys are have, have wrestled before so um, Professor Coles will start with you you know I, I read in your bio even your professional bio you, you have avid wrestler so <laughs> tell us about your uh, your your background so wrestling was a family sport my grandpa wrestled my dad my uncle my cousins my brothers you know and everyone followed it. And so I, I started wrestling from a young age. I think I started at seven years old. Um, I started wrestling with John Esvito. He was my coach at the time at Calvary Chapel. They had a kid's club mm -hmm. and we loved it. And I, I remember I started wrestling with the Frost Soft 
high school team in seventh grade because we knew the head coach really well. Um, and it was, it was a blast. And, you know, I planned uh, to do NCAA wrestling in college, but unfortunately BYU cut their program, you know, typical mm-hmm. story. Uh, so we launched a club program in NCWAs. And I know uh, we were top 25 in division one in CWA that first year. And I think we got as high as top five. Um, and it was a solid, you know, kind of club program, but unfortunately, again, a few years ago, they cut it. The club? We don't know why the club was self-funded. And again, I think this is that kind of classic issue we have with our sport, right? It seems by, you know, it seems sometimes the athletic world is biased towards, you know, different sports, but they cut our club BYU did just a few years ago. Again, it, we were self-funded, but so we're still figuring that decision out. But anyway, I continued club wrestling. I got back into it when I started my master's and PhD at Cornell, um, just because it was a nice way to keep moving and get through the stressors of a doctor degree. And then through that, I got to know a lot of the wrestlers on the you know, D1 team, the NC2A team, like Nishan, uh, Kyle, mm-hmm. and Gabe, and uh, Bob Kroll was a fabulous person. So Gabe Dean is one of my, I mean, all those guys you mentioned are awesome, but Gabe Dean is like yeah. just the nicest, coolest dude, man. Yes. Um, yes. Yeah, no. So, okay. So that's awesome. And we've actually had some folks on before. Uh, I know one for sure who started the USC club program, Nick Selgelski. And mm-hmm. so uh, I, I was, you know, I was starting to learn a little bit about that. So basically the club program is like you said, self-funded, you guys are going to opens, but there is qualifiers and there's a national tournament. And so you were doing that at BYU. And so Marshall, is that what you're doing now at UConn? Do they have a club program at UConn? Yeah, I wrestle for the U- UConn club team and we're in the NCWA. So it's, it's super fun, super competitive. Um, we don't just only wrestle club teams here. We also wrestle some D2, some D3 teams. So it's still pretty competitive. Yeah. And what's your background? Did you grow up wrestling all through middle school, high school? or? Yeah. So um, I grew up, I started wrestling when I was seven years old. And I feel like, honestly, I could have started sooner. It was kind of like my parents like chose when to put me and my brother into it. Um, my dad wrestled a little bit in high school and then he actually wrestled at um roger williams in rhode island and he was like part of like the first team there ever so he like seventh grade like or no not seventh grade seven years old he kind of threw me and my brother into it and i like automatically like loved it so much so throughout like you know i as i got older then i was eventually going to like I joined like a specific like wrestling club team, not just like my town's program. Mm-hmm. And then like ha- had some success in high school with it. And then I was like, oh, I still love it. I might as well still do it at UConn. Yeah, that's awesome. I love that you guys are still in, and you especially still involved with it. And um, so when you think about, you know, this, so you guys have wrestling background, you think about this experiment in class. Professor Coles, what's like the takeaway for this for the students? Is this just to get people to pay attention and get them excited, or is there like some some hidden meaning here that we're not we're not seeing? Okay, <laughs> well, so, yeah, <laughs> that's right, that's right. Well, you know, I, I'll say two things. So first, 
directly to entrepreneurship, what was nice was before this happened in my class, I talked about two things. One was creativity because it takes some creativity to start a business. And so we talk about what kind of foments creativity. And one of the things we talked about was play, being playful, playing around, having fun helps you be more creative. And then another concept we talked about was the importance of social networks for starting businesses, right? Our network ties are ways in which we can bring resources to the table to build a business, get the people that we need, organize, get the marketing that we need. And so it was interesting about it is, you know, it happened on a Tuesday. And then by Thursday, we were already at like one and a half million views on Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> I think uh, Kurt, Kurt Angle had already retweeted by then. And so what was cool was to come back in class and bring those two concepts to the students and say, you know, here's what's happened, right? It's gotten all this attention. Sports Center, you know, uh, commented <laughs> on it. And, and yeah. I said, you know, this happened right before your eyes. We talked about the importance of play for creativity, the importance of social networks for creating value. And you saw that, right? Marshall and I had some fun wrestling. Someone in our social network, right? Someone in our class videoed it, sent it out, and we created some value for millions of people. And that is fundamentally part and parcel of entrepreneurship and creating value. And so it was actually really neat as a kind of yeah. in-your-face happening learning moment. And then I'll just say one more thing real quick. For me, you know, if you can connect with students and come into their world, right? And I don't think a lot of professors do this, but show them that you're interested in what's interesting to them. They're going to be more excited to pay attention to what you're talking about because they feel a genuine connection with you. And you know, in this case, right, for Marshall and I, for Parker and I, and there's two or three other wrestlers in my class, like wrestling is one area where we can connect. Mm -hmm. And I think that's important. You know, I'm not saying every professor is to go wrestle their students, but to do, go that extra mile, I think is important. Yeah, no, especially because like that's your genuine interest, you know, is wrestling anyway. Yeah. And so like if you play right. the violin, you'd be connecting with students who play the violin in a different way. Right. So right. Um, no, it's cool because, you know, entrepreneurship is a really cool topic. And Professor, I've read about you know, some of the things you've done in, in Syria and Egypt and Mexico. And I'd, yeah. I'd love to talk a little bit about that before we let you go. Sure. But um, sure. I'm just curious, Marshall, like, is, did you get into this class because your brother was in it and professor Coles is cool. Or are you like, are you looking to start some businesses or anything in, in particular come to mind? Yeah. I mean, it definitely helped that my brother like took the class before me and he was like, Oh, you need to like take this class. And then I met Ryan. He's like, yeah, you should take my class. Um, but I'm also really interested in like business management and entrepreneurship and stuff like that. So Ryan's okay. class is definitely amazing for learning about that. Now, before we go back to Professor Coles, like, I don't know, did he give you any kind of different feel you weren't expecting? What did he feel like in there with the tie-up? Was it a, a strong stance? What were we expecting there? You know, based on prior information from my brother from wrestling of the year before, <laughs> I, I, already, I already knew he was pretty strong. You know, as soon as I tied up with him, I was like, damn, he's probably got like 40 pounds on me right now. <laughs> but, uh, you know, 
I battled, almost got the takedown, but it didn't work out. <laughs> I like the motion you had going. Yeah, because Professor Coles has a real solid stance. You can tell it stays in good position. You were you're on the outside, kind of like a John Smith darting in. And yeah. Like you said, man, you were you were in on that shot. You guys yeah. go into the into the projector board a little bit and then. Yeah. <laughs> Professor we, Coles. We, did, we didn't hit any deaths, though, so it's all. Nah. Yeah. I loved on uh, TikTok. They actually said, like, these are professionals engaging in this activity. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'll tell you, I, I underestimated how fast Marshall was. He's fast when he took those shots. And yeah. it was really a fun scramble because, yeah, like you said, Ryan, we went off screen a bit there from that angle. <laughs> but it was a really fun scramble. It was good. Um, yeah. Well, it's, it's cool. You know, we're joking around about it. But I think, one... Professor Coles, it's awesome that, you know, you, someone like you who's such an advocate for wrestling's out there, you know, doing your good deed with your with your day job, but also promote promote wrestling. And, you know, Marshall, I'm sure you realize this as you go through college and even business, having the wrestling background, you know, ton of entrepreneurs um, yeah. who used to wrestle do well there, you know, because of the work ethic, because of the, you know, the the discipline. So, I mean, it, both of you guys are are cool examples for wrestling and, you know, not typically folks we'd have on the podcast. So it's an awesome chance to kind of take a step back from some of the guys we normally have on and, and show a different way where wrestling has changed lives. You know, the, the name of this podcast is wrestling changed my life. So um, I, I'd, I'd love to hear both of you guys answer that, but before we do um, professor Coles, you know, like I said, you've been to Syria, you've been to Egypt, you've been to Mexico, you know, what, what's one trip that stuck out and uh, you know, how did you use that now for your current, current role yeah um and this could probably tie into wrestling change my life a bit uh so i think there's a, a if i can i'll highlight two real quick i've got, got this weird specialty where i specialize in businesses in extreme contexts and so i think two real quick ones that i'll highlight is working with Syrian refugees in Jordan, coming from that intense experience, the civil war and the violence. And after seeing everything they've gone through and all the trauma that they're carrying, to have the opportunity to work with them and think of how can we help you guys create economic livelihoods. You know, we talk a lot in the press when we highlight entrepreneurship about the tech unicorns in Silicon Valley, and they'll talk about how hard it is and disruption and dealing with uncertainty in terms of market uncertainty. But this is like next level, right? Because the uncertainty that these people are dealing with isn't just market uncertainty, it's life uncertainty. And how do you start and build a business with that type of uncertainty? And so it was both uh, humbling and, and, and really rewarding. And the other one I'll talk about is it came across my desk because you kind of in academia, you get your reputation for what you specialize in. And so I got a weird phone call one day from a person who wanted my help with a yak cheese factory in a remote village in the Himalayas at 18,000 feet. So to give some context, the highest point in the continental US is 14,000 feet. Yeah. And so the job was we had to hike six days through the Himalayas it looked like Mars and snow up there. And I mean, it's like this steep. And I had to hike six days to get there just to get to the Yak Cheese factory, work with them, 
and come back. And that's, you know, one area where, I mean, for those of us that have wrestled, you know, we have done stadium carries, right? We have cut weight. We've dealt with little food and having to go hard with little to no energy and in intense situations. And that's one of those, I mean, like I can't do the job that I do running around deserts in the Middle East or hiking through the Himalayas to get to these remote areas and help people around the world have better economic livelihoods if I didn't have that discipline, right? If I didn't right. know how to go hard, right? And give it all you have when there's nothing in the tank, right? Because my job literally still requires it. Um, but those were two kind of experiences. And uh, yeah, my motivation is really just helping people around the world have better economic livelihoods. It's awesome. It's a powerful mission. I got to ask, when you're up that high, what kind of headaches are you getting? Because I go out to Breckenridge oh, for a long weekend and I, yeah. uh, I can't even, I, I have a headache the entire time. Oh, oh, certainly. You know, it's, uh, so altitude sickness pills help. And so I had like my biohacking routine. I'd wake up at 6 a.m. You take your first altitude sickness pills, a couple of caffeine pills. And I ran on Snickers and water and coffee. <laughs> Um, and, uh, then you take your other altitude pill at the end of the day. Cause without that, uh, you, you know, I would faint. I'd never been up anywhere near that high. Yeah. Right. And like you said, out here in the Northeast, it's not like I could train for it before I went, I was just going off of sheer, I wrestle, I'm in shape <laughs> and I'm going to take out. Yeah. You just get it done. Um, cause it's, you know, it's do or die out there. It really is. Um, well, it's cool that you get to see all these experiences and, and do this stuff through academia. You, you know, you might often think of it like being in an office or being in a, you know, a library and, you know, cause kind of yeah. head in the books, but you're out there in the field and uh, you know, man, I wish, I wish that the Iranians spoke uh, Arabic. So I know you're fluent Arabic. We could take a couple trips, yeah. do some interviews with the Iranian wrestlers, but of course they don't speak Arabic there, but um, yeah, it's just, it's I, cool to go ahead. Yeah. No, I'd say I'd happily do it. We'll just find uh, I bet I can find uh, someone to help translate for us. Exactly. Yeah. Well, uh, you know, the last thing we always ask our guests is how did wrestling change your life? And, you know, Marshall, you're, you're still a young guy in the trenches coming yeah. up, <laughs> but uh, it will. And I'd love to hear your answer, but you know, professor Coles, you've been through some real, some real shit. I mean, to be a PhD from Cornell is no joke. And to be a, a professor at the, level of institution you are takes some real, real mastery. So how has wrestling helped you in your pursuit of getting to where you've gotten? Yeah. You know, and I hinted at it earlier, there's something unique about wrestling in terms of teaching you to focus. And like I said, give it your all when there's nothing left in the tank. Mm -hmm. Other, other sports, you're not having to cut weight, maintain a certain weight, right. Reduce your, the number of calories you're eating, and then you have to go out there and perform, right? I mean, all of us experience almost every tournament having to give everything you have with nothing in the tank. Mm -hmm. And that's a big part of life. And, you know, Ryan, you talked about it earlier, how, about how so many wrestlers are entrepreneurs. And I, when you look at the research on why some startups succeed and others don't, it's because that entrepreneur was willing to persist with the business even when there was no money and that it eventually caught on, right? And you make some money. And I think wrestlers, because of, we're, we're, we're used to that. We're used to having to go and keep going when there's nothing left. Mm -hmm. And being able to translate that into other areas of our life, 
you know, for me, it was, yeah, having a wife and two kids and, you know, doing a PhD, you're not paid anything and having to hustle, stay on top of research and, uh, and go when there's nothing in the tank or, you know, mm-hmm. my buddies and I have a startup now, we're looking at having almost a million in revenue in the next few years in a FinTech area. But yeah, that's another instances where it's just having to go when there's nothing left in the tank. And I owe all of that to wrestling. I owe being able to go to these extreme areas to wrestling because it taught me about staying in shape. I value staying in shape. And I couldn't go to these extreme areas without having wrestled. In terms of the lifestyle it taught me. Yeah. So I credit so much to what I do to wrestling. And it's my sense of community to this day. I showed up when we moved here and Chris, uh, who is, so I'm the faculty advisor to the wrestling club at UConn and Chris is the head coach. And I arrived here, I didn't know anyone. When my, at the time is now three kids and Chris showed up and helped us unpack the U-Haul. Wow. Right? And, and, and that's the community that wrestling is. It's a strong community. So it's still a strong sense of community for me today that you could go like me to any state. I'm from California. I'm 3,000 miles away from my family. So to be able to show up and have no one to help me and my wife unload when we have a one-year-old and that the wrestler showed up first was really special. And it says a lot about our sport. Yeah, it's, it's the wrestlers roll deep and the relationships you have through that, you know, almost as important as the, the individual lessons. Marshall, we'll wind down with you, my friend. You're, you're a young man, like you said, you're still in college, but I got to imagine you're starting to see a little bit of separation from, from people who may, maybe aren't as disciplined, aren't as tough. You know, what are some of the things you've seen uh, wrestling give you at this young age you're at there? Yeah, I mean, I agree with a lot about what Ryan said about teaching determination and grit and being able to stay focused because there's nothing like wanting to eat a sandwich really bad, but you can't because you're like <laughs> point one underweight. <laughs> but um, like, I mean, my dad says it all the time, like businesses love wrestlers because they know how to get after it. Like they're good employees, like they know how to work hard and this and that. Um, so I think definitely like being used to putting in the work and doing things that nobody else wants to do has helped me out a lot. Um, but probably like the most grateful thing I'm thankful for as far as wrestling goes is just like the connections I've made with people over the past, like 14 years of wrestling. Like, I think I met probably my best friend from wrestling. It's actually a funny story when I was like five years old. I accidentally hit a kid in the head with a golf club. And then like two years later, I walk into my first wrestling practice ever. And he was like the first kid I saw. I'm like, hey, like, I remember you. And then like, now we're best friends. So like, and you you go anywhere and then like, you find out somebody wrestled, like that's like automatically something you could talk about with them. Like, I don't think I would be as close to Ryan as I am right now. Like if I didn't know that he wrestled or if I never wrestled. So, yeah. Yeah, immediately you're throwing a Russian on him. You're throwing an underhook on him. Yeah. Size him up <laughs> a little bit. There's a great video where it's like the, the wrestler handshake. You know, is it like the, you know, they show the normal handshake, then, you know, maybe it's like a slap hug, do a bear hug. Or yeah. <laughs> so uh, that's that's always going to be there. And it's, it's, it's like you said, you could be anywhere and you meet someone who wrestled and it's like four hours later, you know? 
Yeah. <laughs> awesome, guys. Well, it's been a lot of fun to have you on. Thank you so much for your time. I know you guys are very busy. Uh, like I said, we'll plan on getting this podcast out today. And yeah, it's just Great. been it's been a lot of fun, guys. Thank you. Thank you, yeah. Brian. Awesome. Um, Thank you for having us. If you want to circle back, Ryan, I'm happy to use my lab funds. I think that's a really great idea. I think it'd be neat if we found a few Iranian wrestlers who own businesses and we could do maybe a joint, uh, almost quick episode with my lab and, and uh, wrestling changes, you know, my life with, with your program. Yeah. And I'm happy to flip the bill for our flights because I don't know about travel. If you know about travel to Iran and you can help me navigate that, I'm happy to pay for our flights and hotels. I can help and, you navigate that. Yeah. Okay. I think that'd be fun. And we could maybe just, oh, I've got the film equipment and we bring a student, maybe it's Marshall. He can help us film. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> you know, it'd be fun to release it. I think it'd be cool to release, you know, be maybe a fun thing we can co-host, talk with wrestlers who own businesses in Iran and we can maybe release it on uh, your Instagram page and it could be a joint thing with my lab. That'd be really cool. Now that, so yes, think about it. I will. No, thank you. I think we should, we should take that further because that sounds like, Okay. Sounds right up my alley. <laughs> okay, cool. Marshall, you're in for it. You're committed. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm ready to go. I'm ready Can you to go. hold the camera? <laughs> yeah, I, I got cool. it. <laughs> awesome. Right, cool. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Have a great buddy. one. Thank you so much for listening to Wrestling Changed My Life. Please support our sponsor, Spartan Combat, by going to spartancombat.com and enter to win the Kyle Dake Wrestling Shoes. For all past episodes, go to wrestlingchangemylife.com and if you enjoyed this episode, please leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or rate the podcast on Spotify. We'll see you next time.